Today on Women Empowering Women, we're talking physical health and well-being with Emma from Ooh La La Mummy. Emma completed a Bachelor of Science and Exercise in 2001 and started her career as an exercise physiologist. Thanks for joining me today, Emma. Uh, perhaps you can start by telling us what drew you to a career in fitness. Great. Thanks for having me, Quinn. I have a real strong passion for health and fitness and even as a younger child, I've always exercised. So I guess it was just something that I was interested in and thought I could see myself helping other people um, enjoy the same passion that I had. Um, When I graduated, I wasn't quite sure. I moved into corporate health first. So I worked a lot with corporates and delivered a healthy lifestyle program with another fitness company. After this, I decided that it was time to, you know, specialise a little bit more in the aged care and help those that maybe haven't got the opportunity or are still needing to stay active and as independent as possible. So that's where I kind of moved into and then I moved into some medical field and, and worked mainly with people that were suffering from chronic illness and medical conditions that required that one-on-one help and direction with their exercise where they could get the attention that they needed. Um, before I fell pregnant. So that's wow. where I kind of stopped with that area. That and sounds then like Ulala quite an Mami achievement. Came about. Oh, sorry? And then Ulala Mummy started. And Ulala Mummy, you uh, welcome children as well. That's right. So it came about because having children of my own, they didn't really want to go into creation. And I also wanted to get back and help other mums find the balance in their life after having children. So I thought it would be a great opportunity to deliver classes where mums could come along and bring their babies and children in a safe environment where they were exercising by their side. So if they needed to um, pay some attention to their children while they're exercising or I could help out in some way, I thought it would be a great opportunity to do so. And it sounds like a great way to get children active as well. Like, Do you incorporate any children's activities? Well, it's a win-win, really. The little kids actually become my best friends as well. And <laughs> we have picnics set up. They get a free play date. They make new friends. They run around. They cheer their mum on. We're always saying, run, mum, run. And they participate as much as they can. There's always a ball there for them to play with. Babies get tummy time. Um, and the mums can relax. And they actually enjoy the process of talking with other mums and sharing their experience with motherhood as well as exercising. And what a positive way to demonstrate to your children that, you know, exercise is a good thing and it's beneficial. 100%, yeah. Yeah. We see the kids squatting and doing burpees all the time. (laughs) I wish I had have kept those up. It would have been a lot easier now. Yeah, that's (laughs) it. So for those that are um, just beginning, proactive approach that we can take to get into the activities and and what's the best time frame to go for? Right. So depending on whether it's following an injury or starting exercise for the first time because there's many people that have never had an interest in exercise and for one reason or another decide that it's probably time to get into that or those that have had babies and they're coming back um, post uh, first child or second child perhaps. Um, Obviously it is important that you know you have your medical doctor's checkup, just your general checkup If you've had a baby, it's most important that you've had your six-week check with your obstetrician and given the all-clear. It also depends whether you've had a natural birth or a cesarean as well. So that can sometimes take a little bit longer. The most important thing is is that you start slowly. If you try and rush something, you've got these major fitness goals, it's 
only going to set you back a little bit longer if you push yourself too fast too soon. So I always encourage the mothers, like I say, or even the dads. We have dads that come along as well to the fitness classes. Um, just to get their checkup first. Um, if they're starting for the first time, I like to just have a good chat with them before we get going. Uh, everyone completes our health uh, lifestyle questionnaire and a medical assessment from myself prior to their first training session. Um, and then we can build up from there. So that's where we normally start, just through the paperwork process and the chat over the phone. So I get to know the individual a little bit more. And you briefly mentioned injury in there. So if someone is recovering from injury, is like going in the pool one of the best situations? Yeah, so depending on what the injury is. So I deal a lot with people that have maybe had sporting injuries. A lot of the mums are starting back netball for the first time and roll an ankle. I deal a lot with rolled ankles, um, calf strain, um, you know, tight shoulder muscles or shoulder injuries and things like that. So I always say that it's actually important to find balance and variety with your exercise program. It's important to mix up your usual routine, um, maybe something different uh, for the body. So this might mean that you, if you're a runner and you spend a day swimming instead of your usual run, back-to-back run, or trying a variety of activities, will give the muscle group some time to recover as well. Our risk of injury is lower when we do a variety of activities. So definitely um, to take the weight off the body, the swimming is a great idea. However, if you're suffering from a shoulder injury, then it's obviously important that you increase some walking or some stationary bike riding. So depending on the injury will depend on the type of exercise ah. program that you should be engaging in. So if you've got a shoulder injury, maybe focus on some leg exercises. So you're still getting some exercise, you're just not putting pressure on the one that's recovering. Correct. But there will also be a rehab program that's involved with a shoulder injury. So there would be a light resistance band and they would be working on resistance exercises increasing the resistance load that they would be taking into that muscle group. Yeah, perfect. And you mentioned pregnancy before. So we know it's okay for women to continue doing exercise, but are there any exercises that or activities that pregnant women shouldn't be doing? Yeah, a good question. What happens is a lot of people decide as soon as they get pregnant, wow, I'm going to start an exercise program for the first time, which is not ideal. It is important to move. It's just not important to go all out gung-ho when you're just starting for the first time. If you are somebody that has always exercised and you've always been a runner or a gym goer, it's okay to keep going with those exercises. Your body will tell you when enough is enough. Um, You will also find that the impact, everybody's body changes at different rates and different times. You'll find that the pelvic floor muscles, everything starts to change. Your ligaments and tendons start to loosen with all the different hormones coming into the body. So therefore, you're more more prone to injury. Um, It's really important that you, you know, work through and slowly decrease the amount of impact that you're doing on the body. The running may have to stop and you might be on a stationary bike or a a cross trainer or stepper or something like that rather than that high impact running. And the contact sports will also stop. It's important that people maintain their pelvic floor exercises. Um, and abdominal exercise will also change. However, that doesn't mean you have to give up doing core exercises. It's just not your typical laying flat on your back because of the oxygen supply to the baby and crunching. That will not help you know, during pregnancy. As far as pelvic floor exercises, do you do a bit of Pilates in there as well? We do a lot of resistance work. So 
I have a lot of women that come through with me, like they'll fall pregnant, they'll tell me, they'll give me their little, you know, wink, wink, let me know that they're pregnant so they, you know, they don't want to tell the whole class, which is mm-hmm. fine. So I'll give them alternative exercises. So those that have just told me they're pregnant, they mainly be early stages, like four weeks into eight weeks pregnant that they tell me and they won't really want anyone to really know until about 12 weeks. So we do a lot of Superman planks. I... Um, just basically cut them out from doing their abdominal work and I'll give them standing exercises. Uh, I'll always emphasize, you know, drawing in, you know, squeezing their pelvic floor muscles, hold three counts. We do a little bit ball work as well and we do some elastic work. So it's really important that they maintain like their squats and their lunges and their upper body strength and everything like that because that'll help with labor and birth and the recovery rate as well. So it's important to keep them going as long as they can. And it might be that they stop running at a certain point because they're uncomfortable or their pelvis hurts or they're getting lower back pain. So we just listen to each one, um, each individual basically and their needs as they go. And you mentioned earlier on in the conversation that you also used to work with the elderly. So for anyone that's listening, are there any exercises that they can be doing at home just as a proactive approach to keeping their mind built up? Yeah, well, I actually... I just absolutely love working with the elderly and I actually run two fitness classes a week on a Tuesday and at 10 o'clock for 50 plus. So I um, have about 18 to 20 members in a session and work on a range of movement. We work on balance, flexibility, um, independence and you know, we use dumbbells, we use medicine balls. I incorporate as much as we possibly can into those classes to keep them as independent as possible um, and, avoid, and avoid falls which is our main because once we have a fall sometimes it's debilitating and it ends up in aged care if that is a result we keep everybody as strong as we can and that's a great great way to so with winter coming up whereabouts do you do your yeah so we we try and stay out the thing is i think in the 10 years i've been operating probably twice due to severe weather but we have I have access halls so I use up in Melville so we I've got a lovely teacher that um, he's always a lovely teacher. I also use the Seventh Day Adventist Church Hall in Palmyra so I have another hall there and if possible we try and use undercover areas so I often run sessions from my own home in Adderdale where I've got a small private gym and I also like to go under sporting clubs, verandas basically, so we still get the fresh air and we still get that feeling of being outdoors and in that community environment where we encourage the community to participate as much as possible. Fantastic. And uh, if anyone wants to contact you, what's the best way to go about it? Uh, Most people like to contact me through Instagram or Facebook or the website, so I have contact details on there, and it's just www.ulalamummy.com.au, all one word, and you can shoot me an email at emma at ulalamummy.com.au, and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Perfect. Thank you for joining us today.